Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. The process toward a new train station in Buffalo on the podcast. This will also give the Exchange Street Station um, a a new presence downtown. So one of the things we wanted to do was make a station that came back up to the street, engaged the street, engaged the urban context. I think it's great. I think it's good. Functionally, it adds nothing for NFTA riders. It adds nothing for Metro Rail riders. I'm Tim Wenger on the podcast, powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. The $20 million new train station for Buffalo will be located on the site of the current Exchange Street station. You can see the renderings and the full presentation at WBEN.com. A public meeting was held Monday evening, allowing people to see the renderings and talk with planners from the DOT and architects. It was also a time to offer some critical input. We begin on the podcast with the DOT. The importance of this event is just to share the renderings and the schedule and the excitement of building a new downtown train station to replace the existing Exchange Street station. Susan Surday with the DOT in western New York with our Matt Moran. The existing station is 66 years old and it just does not have the amenities that riders come to expect. There's been new train stations built all across New York State and across the country and unfortunately when riders get to Buffalo you know it's somewhat of a a disappointment. The building is 66 years old, it's not completely ADA accessible, Um, there's a very small waiting room um, that can only accommodate uh, approximately 20 people. There's not the ability to check luggage if you're a train passenger. Um, There doesn't seem to be obvious connectivity to the light rail system. Um, So all of that will be changed with the new station. The existing station is approximately 1,700 square feet, and the new station will be 4,800 square feet uh, with a, you know, fully accessible, with an expanded waiting room. Um, You know, riders will even have the opportunity to get a snack. There'll be a Taste New York food kiosk, which, you know, they don't have that ability right now. There's going to be a lighted covered corridor um, underneath the 190 viaduct that you know leads people to the light rail. Um, this will be accessible for bicycles, for pedestrians. Um, it'll be a city bus stop. So it's really a multimodal station. So it's very exciting. This will also give the Exchange Street station um, a, a new presence downtown. Currently the station sits depressed and um, very much removed from the frontage on Exchange Street. So it'll be brought forward, and it'll actually be a centerpiece to build on, you know, the momentum of um, all the development downtown. I know that Governor Cuomo already uh, allocated money to, towards this this project, right, last year. You know, how important was that, that, that you're getting the, 
the state's approval and the, and the you know, that they're, they're pushed to help this move along. Right. This is, uh, it's going to be approximately $20 million to uh, build this new station, do the track improvements, and progress this project. And it is all state-dedicated funds. Uh, unlike many other train stations that have been built recently in Rochester and Niagara Falls, there is no federal funding in this project. And I, I'm sorry if I misspoke earlier, but I know that there's other people around the area that are hoping that a station will be built at Central Terminal, but you feel that this is, this is the best place, the best project, instead of going towards that, correct? Actually, Governor Cuomo allocated a million dollars to the city of Buffalo to conduct a study to determine the final location. And a committee was formed from you know various different local elected officials and community leaders, and they actually determined a downtown location. So they determined the location. They did not choose Central Terminal. So now the Department of Transportation is taking their recommendation and turning it into an actual project and moving forward uh, with the design build. So we did not determine the location, but we followed the recommendation of the City of Buffalo study. We also caught up with the designers of the new stations. So it's actually interesting from our standpoint, train stations traditionally have been the center of a community. Richard Sullivan is the lead architect on the project. And what had happened here is that station that exists is set down away from the, the street. It's not part of the community. It feels like it's a leftover uh, station from that was simple and easy to do. I mean, it's really not thinking about the urban context of Buffalo. So one of the things we wanted to do was make a station that came back up to the street, engaged the street, engaged the urban context, um, and come up with a, a project that also connected the light rail to the train station so you get two modes of travel and ultimately if we can build the future phase we get inner city bus which allows feeders to come into the Amtrak station so we get three modes of travel so for us it was bringing together the modes of travel and engaging the urban context again and then making a station that spoke to the tradition of American railroad architecture. I've heard uh, some comments from other people that it's, it's, you know, you're basically, you're putting it in the exact same spot and it's underneath, you know, the highway and everything. I mean, is, was that something that you had to go and, and think about that you're, you're trying to build up on something that's, that a lot of people think maybe isn't the best spot for, for a train station? That was a significant challenge. And one of the things we did was to address that issue, we actually took it up, up and away from the, uh, the, uh, the um, highway. It, previously, right now, it's underneath the edge of the highway, and what we did was by lifting it up eight feet to the sidewalk level from where it is and moving it forward so it's 25 feet from the sidewalk from the street rather than underneath the highway, completely address, and that's how we address that because now the highway is a backdrop rather than a roof. Right Today, the, the highway is really a roof for the station. It feels like you're feels oppressive almost that you're underneath it and by bringing it up and bringing it closer to the street we try to eliminate that issue do you think that you know uh, what's what's your hope for these this this whole you know now that moving forward is now the getting ready to start building and start working on this and there's talks of hopefully it'll be done what at the summer of, of 2020 right Correct. so uh what what's what's your your outlook for the for these next 18 months I guess well right now we're working to select a contractor who will take these designs um, and then finalize the design it's called the design build pro process it speeds up the construction process so that we can get in the ground faster and 
while maintaining rail service, we'll maintain rail service throughout construction. We'll be able to get this done in the summer of 2020 and have a brand new station that is more in keeping with the, what's going on in downtown, the resurgence of downtown Buffalo. So it's just one more piece of the urban fabric that'll be brought up to current standards and be part of this overall family of improvements. Is this your first time working in the city of Buffalo or you know what have you learned from you know working here and and seeing like you said this this urbanization that we're, we're seeing a revitalization of, of the downtown area? It's actually we didn't this isn't the first project we've been working on the uh, light rail improvements the DL and W terminal we did the planning study for that to bring the light rail extended down into the old terminal um, so we had a sense of what was going on here before that and we brought that experience to bear here and how that all that urban fabric fits together and how important the transportation network is into improving a downtown so once we get all those pieces together i think it'll that fabric and that interconnectivity will be great and i think that's what we found when we got here there was a that sort of fabric was missing the sort of ability to join these two networks or three networks ultimately i think once you can do that that will benefit the city. The meeting was held at the Pierce Arrow Museum, right around the corner from the station site. It was a busy atmosphere indeed. At one time, I was in favor of the central terminal, but looking at design now... Charles Davis tells Matt he's an occasional rail traveler. And looking at the beautification part of the revitalization of the Buffalo area, I think it's great. So you think that, you know, it's important to, to build up here instead of instead of trying to go to a place that maybe it just it wouldn't fit. I'm going to say if you talk, if you're more so explaining, more so stating that the central terminal wouldn't wouldn't fit and the decor of what they're trying to do. Um, I, I don't know about the fitting aspect, but looking at the train station as it is now and looking at the, the way far as the revitalization of it, the room, um, the warm atmosphere. I think it's great. I think it's good. And it could bring a lot more people to come to Buffalo. You know, take the train to Buffalo. It's, it's Versus, yes, definitely, no doubt about it. Um, like I said before, I was against it at one time, but looking at the, the, the beautification and the scheme, and like you indicated before, have individuals look at the offset close to the, to the downtown area, close to the um, the waterfront and the canal side. So. I think it's a good idea. Do you think that you know the state and just the, you know the local government is doing a great job of, of trying to re- revitalize the downtown, especially with we've seen Canal Side grow and, and and everything that's been built up around around the arena, and now we're seeing this. I mean, what do you what do you think of all these great improvements? Because I mean, you know, 10, 15 years ago, there wasn't a lot around here. <laughs> and you're right. Um, born and raised in Buffalo. So am I. So I know I, I live right in South Buffalo, so I know what you're okay, talking Okay, I live on the east side. Yeah. Um, born and raised here and seeing how Buffalo was in the 60s and the 70s and seeing the declines in the 80s and 90s and now in the 21st century or in the 2000s and seeing how the revitalization and seeing it coming back or the rebirth, great. Love it. Do you have anything else? I mean, what, what, what? Just looking at the pictures, what, what really sells you on it? I know, like you said, it looks so beautiful and it looks so modern, and there's gonna be all these great things. But it, was, was there anything when you first saw when you saw something and you were like, "Wow, this is when it, it turned." What turned me on, as we say in our day, what turned me on is, like I stated before, born and raised in Buffalo, and my office is right down the street from um, 
from the train station, looking at the deterioration from the old terminal to the revitalization of the new terminal, great. Finally, some critical input from a guy who's been involved in the project since the governor dangled state money for a site selection process. We were in favor of a site which utilized the current tracks, but we were not in favor of Exchange Street. We proposed a station on Washington Street. Tim Thielman, director of the Campaign for Greater Buffalo History, Architecture, and Culture. Just because it's... Uh, out of the shadow of the thruway, you can see uh, the canal district from there. You see the new construction, the arena. What we're getting now for at $20 million, if this DOT proposal goes through, is just a new AMBOX in exactly the same location as the current AMBOX, which has all kinds of problems in terms of being a terrible place to come into the city of Buffalo underneath a thundering roadway, looking at a parking garage and loading docks of Buffalo's tallest abandoned building. Well, Tim, they are talking, though, about raising it to sidewalk level and bringing it closer to Exchange Street, but you're still against that location? No, you know, Susan, if one looks at the plans closely, the entry is on Exchange Street, 600 feet from Washington Street. You've got to walk that distance. Then you have to walk down underneath the throughway again. So they're really not changing anything. It's a it's a huge disappointment. It's yes, uh, the the new structure physically will be better, and how could it not be than the existing one? But functionally, it adds nothing for NFTA riders. It adds nothing for Metro Rail riders. Uh, and uh, in terms of being a train passenger, you're still sitting there contemplating your fate underneath the dark and dreary New York State Thruway. It's, it, it, it is not a good project, and DOT has to reconsider this. They are forfeiting the huge potential of the Canal District and all the state money that's being poured into there. I think the argument the other way would go that there aren't that many riders of the Amtrak, especially out of just that one location, so why build something big and grand when something small might be all you need? Well, number number one, building this is going to guarantee that there never will be any more people. But they're throwing away the intermodal opportunity. You know, we're looking at our proposal and what the DOT should be doing is thinking about the intermodal potential, the NFTA, the intercity buses, the metro rail, they all have to be really together so people intuitively understand it when they're using any form of transit that every other form of transit interlocks. This thing, not the case. It's just, it's just extraordinarily poor planning and, again, indicative of how DOT, yeah, they understand the automobile very well. They don't understand any other form of mobility, walking, biking, trains, local buses, intercity buses. They, it, it's simply beyond their imagining, and we're forfeiting the opportunity to really leverage the investment at the Canal District by creating a spectacular uh, new transit plaza that will lift up everybody and the neighborhood. So, Tim, this is strictly an Amtrak station? It's not a transportation hub? No, it is not. I mean, and you'd be shocked if you laid their 
plan next to the current situation. There, there's virtually no difference. There's a, a spiffy new building, um, but, you know, it's never about the building. It's about the functionality and what this can do for Buffalo. They're giving us a second-class project. They're treating us like a second-class city, and we're not second-class. Buffalo deserves better. We've got to get better out of this. We have this literally. This is a once-every-50-years, once-every-100-years opportunity. We can correct a grievous mistake, and we're going to throw this opportunity away if this project gets built where they want to build it. Do you have an idea of how much more it would cost to implement some of these other things you've been talking about? Um, you know, there probably would be an increased cost, but the value is going to be exponentially greater. Uh, the symbolism of something like this, the transit riders being able to walk in the sunshine, uh, is uh, of inestimable value. And then walking out onto Washington Street on your left, seeing the arena dead in front of you, seeing a hotel with operating coffee shops, versus walking out from under the New York State Thruway on Exchange Street, looking at the back loading dock of the HSBC or One Seneca Tower, looking at a parking ramp, what would you want people uh, to think when they arrived in Buffalo and saw that versus uh, the other scenario and perhaps looking across to a revitalized canal district with new structures over there? I, I, I mean... So the choice is pretty clear. We do something which can be new Buffalo, or we do something which just perpetuates the old Buffalo the, the, and the uh, second-class attitude about people who use public transportation. Real quick, is there time to change minds? There's always time to change minds, and uh, I, I would talk to your state officials, your assemblymen, your senators, uh, the governor's office, DOT is not serving anyone well with this proposal. And people have to get on the horn. We'll be doing public meetings on this for sure. Construction to begin in the fall. Completion expected in the summer of 2020. Back tomorrow. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.